0: Welcome to The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Alison Kaczkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Alison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday. I am your host. And as always, I'm grateful for your presence and for your support. So today I have Angela Santee with me, who is an expert in the Dolce Vita leadership module series, if you will. We're going to be having a really interesting conversation about business, about leadership, about how to conduct yourself. And of course, you know, all of these things are really paramount when it comes to how we talk about self-care. So Angela, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi,
1: thank you very much. I'm so excited to be on this call. I'm super happy.
0: Yay, I'm excited too. So, all right. So, first of all, you're in Italy. So, that's that's pretty amazing that I'm sitting here in the US and we're we're able to have this conversation, right? Technology is just amazing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. tell my audience a little bit about you, about your background, about what you do before we kind of jump in.
1: Okay, so um, Dolce Vita leadership expert, I work with executive C-suite of Fortune 1000 company mm-hmm. who fail to set boundaries between their work and their life, are on the push, push, push all the time and are feeling like they are in a sort of a hamster wheel. Plus, they are Ah, uh, complaining that they don't have a life anymore. and probably you know all the people around them are complaining that they are not present. Maybe they're physically present, but they are not present with their mind. Ah, so they are okay. also miss they're also missing you know the thing that they love, not time for self-care, self care, all those excuses. But then life happens and forces them to reconsider everything to prioritize what. Yes. They- prioritized. Yes. And I guess we will have a lot of things to, to say here so that they understand and they learn that they can continue to be successful or achieve mm-hmm. even higher goals without having to give up their life and their mm-hmm. health.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And how, why you know, you tell me about my background. So my background is in corporate as I worked for almost 30 years in mm-hmm. my family business, which was uh, a nine-figure business in the automotive industry in Italy. Mm-hmm. It was one of the biggest uh, company, the largest company uh, distributing all the cool uh, cars, the toys, the Ferrari, Maserati, Mercedes. Yeah, I hear and you. And mm-hmm. stuff why Dolce Vita, so all the fun stuff. And uh, even though in I am a person who really values self-care, exercise, uh, eating well, you know, and everything, mm-hmm. when I was thrown into the corporate world, I became addicted, you know, to the push, push, push mode, yeah. probably because I was, you know, like I wanted to prove myself. I was mimicking all those uh, leadership models of, you know, it was the 90s. Back in the 90s, we didn't have the leadership. No social setting.
0: media, barely any internet, the whole thing. I get you. Yeah. Nothing, you know, yeah.
1: all square, all on the push, push, this That's masculine right. way of being. And even though I wasn't really feeling myself in that role, I was continuing to push. And I was addicted a little bit to pushing because I was feeling like successful and everything. The state We got addicted and, you know, to the rush,
0: right? The rush yes. of receiving something. And it's like, wow, give me more of that, right?
1: Yeah. The more I do, the more I right. become addicted. Then you know what happened? Well, life happened twice. First wake up call was, um, it was a thyroid, autoimmune disease. And I oh, was wow. like, My body is telling me something. Yeah. So I don't want to take medicaments. So I went to see some doctors and uh, the doctors were like, oh, you have to take this and this. And I say, no way. So from Italy, I Googled because Google were there at the time. I I know there is a support group for everything. So I Googled, you know, like um, this this is a support group. So I started to look. At what those were saying, getting more and more clues, and long story short, I said, "You know what? I have to change life." And this was my number one resolution. So, the first thing is, I decided to stop non-stopping. Yeah. And you know, like to create like poses in my days and yeah. to go yoga, to change what I was eating. Mm-hmm. and then if you want we can develop this any uh later and i reached balance somehow mm-hmm. then life happened again yeah it happened in 2008 when the the world the um, collapsed i mean uh-huh. economically the yeah. first crisis yeah. and my company collapsed so i have you know like to pivot myself very quickly yes. and i decided to you know like create my own business at my own terms, Mm -hmm. first working in person as an independent contractor for Italian management um, consultancy companies. And then 2016, I said, you know what? I don't want to do this life anymore. I hate commuting, Uh eating this terrible food, et cetera.
0: After all, I want my Dolce Vita. So I decided to pivot everything online and here I am. So, and you're basically taking your system that you learned firsthand from developing your health, you know, having your health crisis. And then when the business world pivoted and changed, right, you decided that you'd had enough of that and you wanted to show people that there was a better way, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so tell me a little bit then about the Dolce Vita, like, tell me like in a nutshell, like just real brief, like if someone were to to say, I'm going to go into the store and this is what I'm going to buy, what are they getting?
1: Okay, so the Dolce Vita is the Italian lifestyle. So okay. it's all about enjoying the moment. It's all about relationships and all about really prioritizing pleasure, meaning putting pleasure in everything you do. So it's not about yacht. I mean, it's also about yacht, but it's also about, uh, it's a mood. Yeah. It's an approach. It's a yes. committed and yet lighthearted. Yes. So you can have both
0: play and work. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're meant to have that balance. We're not meant to be working all the time and we're not meant to, to not have something in our life that gives us purpose. So really what I'm hearing you say is that the Dolce Vita is really a form of self-care, right? Yes. You know, it is. Okay. Awesome. So from, a, from just, I'm just curious before we like get into our conversation, I'm just, I'm curious as to what you hear from a lot of your clients, because I know you work with a lot of really high level executives, people who run businesses, people who have started their own businesses, who have the, who have a difficult time, like managing all of it and keeping those healthy boundaries in place. What do you really hear from people as to what their main problem is? Like, why is it that they have such a difficult time keeping that boundary in place?
1: Because they are, they believe that they are the center of the universe. Mm,
0: Okay. okay. If
1: they're not, if they don't do it, nobody
0: else will do it.
1: Right. Right. And they have this command and control thing. So basically they, they micromanage and they want to see everything. They're perfectionists. they're pusher. And at the same time, they are complaining because you're, again, the families are complaining. They don't have time for anything else. And they're like, oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically what you're doing then with your system is, is that you're helping people find that balance, but you have a specific way that you teach them. And I know before we got on the air, you were talking about your four pillar system. So I'm wondering if you could just give us a little bit, let's just start with pillar one and I'll, we'll just kind of go down. Tell me about pillar one first. Okay. So pillar one is V,
1: it's of vita, it's vitality. Okay. So you have to have in place routines and habit that keeps you healthy, energized, that keep you high brain power, because if you are not, you don't have your vitality, you're not going to be successful.
0: So this is like a form of structure then, right? Yes. So it's like when someone says, I need a plan, that's what you're talking about, right? This is kind of like the big plan, right? Okay, it's the big yeah, tell and me about pillar two.
1: Pillar two is inspiration. So it's two things is doing things that get you inspired. So living the Dolce Vita takes you out of the box and you get inspiration because you see the word
0: ah, okay, okay.
1: And also doing things that lights you up. Mm. okay?
0: So I and, think in America, what we call that is finding your purpose or your why. Is that correct? Yes.
1: Yes. And working on what is in your zone of genius, meaning you have to delegate
0: everything else that can be done by other people. Which is really hard for a lot of people to do, especially when they're used to just like what we were talking about, the going, going, going. I know that was my mantra for a long time. As I said, I felt like if I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, too. Yeah. Yeah, And it's really, I think, a big reason why people come up with stories as to why they can't prioritize themselves. Because always something else is always more important, right? Yeah, exactly. But the thing
1: is, yeah, the thing is that they don't communicate. So they don't create the structure that enables them to delegate effectively. Okay. I see. Okay. So what's pillar three? So pillar three is techniques. So how do you implement all this? You need to have Structures, systems. So it's, for instance, it's time management and it's communication and it's negotiation because you have, you know, to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Think with yourself first. Yeah. So it's all the hard stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. So, like, to use your word, when you talk about the time management, that's like look opening up the schedule and kind of removing the things that are kind of keeping you blocked, right? Yes. So, like, tactics also- might be a, a word that we might use for that. Correct. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. It's okay. tactics. Yes. And for okay. instance, what we do with my clients, the first thing is let's look at your schedule. So every always I see that there is no time to eat. So mm-hmm. when do you eat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one other thing is ah, you have to to have your time yeah. and,
0: and eat. Literally make an yeah. appointment with yourself is one of the things I teach my clients. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like when when my clients tell me, Oh, Allison, I just didn't have time to get my workout in this week. I'll catch up next week. I'm like, Mm-mm. You got to make an appointment with yourself, just like you make an appointment to go to the doctor or the dentist or to get your hair cut or whatever. So just write it in your calendar like it's an appointment with yourself, right? Exactly. And it's non negotiable. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. So what's pillar and, four? Pillar four is asset.
1: So what is or who is the most important asset? Yourself. Interesting. So if you don't take the time for self-care for the dolce vita, you are neglecting your most important asset. And it's also your skills. Yeah. So in order to implement everything, to, to put tactics into place, etc., you have to develop your skills.
0: Interesting. Is- Interesting. Mm-hmm. So You know, one of the things that I teach my clients is that your body is really the vessel through which you can want to achieve what inspires you, right? Your purpose, your vision, the things that you really like to do with the people that mean the most to you. And if you let that go down the drain, then it's going to be difficult for you to have the life that you want. I totally agree. I totally
1: agree with you. Yes. I love it.
0: I love it. So of these four, is there one that really like just, you can like immediately like see the plan when you're talking to somebody or when you're working with one of your clients, can you immediately see where the lock jam is with people?
1: Um, Yes. Because what I do is when somebody comes to me, I have created like a, a, a tool, which is called the wheel of La Dolce Vita. It's similar ah. to the wheel of life, but with the Dolce, the four pillars. Mm-hmm. So when they complete all the parts, they see what's working, what have to be fixed, and what are the priorities. So we start mm. there, and then we go on. And the most difficult pillar <laughs> to work with uh-huh. is the mindset pillar, which is in the illumination or inspiration part. Uh-huh. Because I like to, to say, we all have three teams to count on. One is our team at our business, we can delegate. And this is obliged to do what we say by contract. Then Mm -hmm. we have another team, which is the family, because of course the family is all intertwined with, you know, our life. Right. The most difficult team is the team in our head. Oh, beautiful.
0: I love that. And that is so true because, you know, we can, we think so like thousands of thoughts on a daily basis and the majority of them don't really serve us. So if if we, if we decide, like get up one day and decide we're going to do something else or, Hey, I'm going to make more time for me. The one, the one thing that holds us back is usually what we're thinking about it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people can come up with a million reasons why something won't work and they're quick to blame why something won't work on. I'm busy. I'm overscheduled. I can't, I'm don't, I can't afford it or whatever, whatever, I'm, you know, I've got all these other things that I've, you know, have made. I've promised myself to, but really at the end of the day, that's not what's holding people back. It's what they think and believe about it. That is right. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the smartest they are, the more reasonable those excuses
0: are. Well, it's because we think of them as facts Yeah, because they're factual to us. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But I think every day it's really key that we challenge that if we really want to do something different and make changes for ourselves, right?
1: And those kind of leaders, my clients, they know how to make changes because they are change makers, you know? Yeah, they do it in their business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you hear from some of your clients then about just their everyday life? Like what are some, I know you mentioned um, the problems with about having time for the family and the hobbies and the things outside of work. but what do you what do you hear is the real drawback with that as to why they can't make time? So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs, in the coaching space on Facebook, I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there
1: they can't make time again because they they are afraid of losing their status they mm-hmm. are afraid of losing control and uh, and also what what when we work we see that some part of the process their business process or uh, at work yeah. yeah have some failures mm-hmm. that they are covering because actually when they micromanage yeah and they are not empowering other people to do things they are not teaching other people you know how to how to do mm-hmm. so this is one thing the other thing which is micro its important is their team their people are starting to resign and i always say if one person is resigning it's their problem if two persons are resigning it's their problem if your team is resigning it's your problem yeah. Yeah. There is yeah, there is something in your communication style yeah. in you know in the way you lead in mm-hmm. your probably you lack that emotional attention to people mm-hmm. so you're too much in the treadmill and you don't yeah. see what's under yeah. your nose.
0: Well, I think I think we've all if we're all being honest as 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 business owners. I think yes. we've all been in that position before. I know I, it's a lot easier just to keep going than it is to stop and take a look. And, you know, cause we're, it's like you said, we're afraid it's going to slow us down.
1: Yeah, exactly. And when we slow down, we are also afraid of the void. You know, what do we do when we have nothing to do? Yeah. Nothing yeah. To do it.
0: Yeah. I think, I think a lot of very high achieving successful people have had that thought at one point in time. I don't think that's, I don't think that's just limited for people who are at a certain level of success. I think everyone in business has probably thought that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And me, I think, you know, when, when it was like Sunday, Saturday, you know, Mm -hmm. what do I do? It's like a scary thing. So, because if you're not used to go and pursue your hobbies, your passions, you're not looking Mm -hmm. forward to anything. Mm -hmm. It's just everything is, it's so
0: flat. Yeah. Well, and since you mentioned that pillar 2 which was the inspiration one, right? You said you felt like that's the one that's the toughest for your clients to really grasp and get and really like effectively dig in around. You know, I'm wondering, do you do you do you address like what I find to be helpful with people is thinking about what they value and what's really important to them. Because success is right up there but the success is there because these other things are important, like maybe it's about giving back, maybe it's about providing, maybe it's about charity, maybe it's about service, maybe it's about something other than just success the success. That it's just disguised as success.
1: Yes. And and what I do is often to ask them, define what success is for you, because yeah. they're pursuing yeah. an idea of success, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. And then they they understand that they have this su- success on the outside, but inside everything is miserable. And maybe their spouse is leaving them. They have no life. They have no friends. Mm-hmm. They have nothing. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. When they travel, you're just you know closing a you know yeah. hot, even luxury hotel, but they are yeah. alone.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think you bring bring up a really good point. I think we can we can tell ourselves so we can get busy being busy, right? We can yes. like stay busy. When really it's not about what we have to do, it's that we're afraid to figure out what the problem is underneath, right? Because we're afraid of what we're going to find out, right? My coach calls that the earthworm effect. It's like, you know, we can like work really hard over here to try to fix something when, and then all of a sudden when a problem comes up, it's not just that that problem just appears. It's that that problem was under under the surface the whole time. And it just tends to show itself, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because in order to see problems from a right way, you have to gain perspective. So if you're always on the go, you're not getting any perspective. You're just, you know, underwater and you're swimming and you don't see what's around you.
0: Yeah. 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 I totally agree with that. So I'm a little curious if you don't mind me asking about your own personal story with your health condition and with Mm -hmm. your need to decide to do something different. What are the things that you do to prioritize yourself?
1: Hmm. So now it's really that appointment thing. I schedule the appointment with myself as the first thing. And this uh-huh. is also something that I encourage or force my clients to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, my routine is I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do my yoga routine first in bed. And then I wake up when I, okay. when I wake up, I do something more, you know, like uh, physical.
0: So move your body physical, and yeah.
1: strengthening. Good. And then I go. For a fantastic breakfast. It takes me two and a half hours to take breakfast and to get ready in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of slow. And I also prioritize like going out with friends or you know, like doing things that light me up. Not mm-hmm. every evening, of course, but you know, like twice, um, twice a week or three mm-hmm. times a week, mm-hmm. of course, during the weekend, but you know, like Thursday or Wednesdays. I'm going out for aperitivo and, or I go to the movie, I go to the theater, I yeah. do something that lights me up and I yeah. go to sleep very early. Yeah. And of course, eat super
0: healthy, but in Italy, it's very easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's moderation, but it's not really about depriving yourself either. Um, no. Yeah. No. I think in America, we have a real hang up with, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm never ever going to eat any of this over here. And then the problem, the problem with that is, is that we start thinking about what we can't have, right? That's just human nature, right? Yeah. And and you brought up a keyword,
1: moderation, moderation is the key. As you said, too much Dolce Vita brings you nowhere, too much focus doesn't let you see what life is.
0: Yeah. Well, and we're, we're meant to, we're meant to live a balanced life. I mean, we're, we're meant to live a life that's full of experiences, that's what yes. we're put on this planet to do, all of us, every human being, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and and you know, work nature, is only a piece of our life.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you if we think about the agriculture and nature, it's mm-hmm. all about circles. So yes. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's yeah. never this intensive thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and 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 if 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 I can just summarize kind of your your go-tos. What I heard you say is that you schedule in the things that are important to you so that nothing fills that time slot, right? So you get your, yeah. your movement and your activity in, you feel your body in a way that really serves you and that allows you to really show up in your zone of genius, in your business and in your life. But you also make time for friends and family and getting together and the experiences piece, which I think it's so easy for us to say, I'll get to that later. When I get to a certain point in my life, I'll do that. Well, guess what? Your number might be called tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? Probably you will not have friends. Yeah. So, plus, you know what? When you prioritize the Dolce Vita activity, social activities, chances are that you are also networking. So you yeah. yeah. are working on your business. Yeah. I like to say. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, I have this uh, long routine in the morning. But mm-hmm. if I have to, like, wake up earlier or have an earlier appointment. I have the short version, so or maybe I don't even feel like today I don't want to do minimum fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, well, it's and it's consistency. You're working the consistency muscle when you do that, and when you do that, you just reinforce to yourself this is an important habit. And it's like it's like you're strengthening, continuing to strengthen a muscle over and over again. If I can use a fitness analogy, right? Precisely, yes. And this is the compound effect. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So. So let's say someone, there are plenty of people listening to this that I'm sure are like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Maybe it'll work for me, but I am like up to here and I've tried things that don't work. People tell me that all the time. Well, I've tried all the things. What piece of advice could you give somebody that would just help them start today with something? I would say,
1: ask yourself, what are the things that you liked doing in the past and that you are doing anymore and that you are missing? And start inserting them at in a small, very small bite into your routine, making uh-huh. them an appointment, even 15 minutes. You know, it can be something as simple as stopping and have a, a fantastic espresso, yeah. sitting in a bar yeah. instead of having a yeah. Starbucks long yeah. coffee on the go. Okay. Yeah. Something that is just for you, something that you like and Schedule it into your routine. And again, start small so you don't have the, you know, the like the rebound effect.
0: No, I and love that you said that because so many people I think just try to make too many changes at once. It's that all or nothing mentality. And I think you're just setting yourself up to fail when you do that. And then it becomes easy to say, oh, that's not going to work for me. I've tried it.
1: Yeah. Right? And I also tell you why. If you are used to work, work, work and mm-hmm. show up at work like I don't know how many hours overwork. And then all of a sudden, you disappear. First of all, nothing will work because you haven't built the systems that allow you to delegate. And all your people would say, what happened? Because, you know, you disappear from one day to the others. So everyone has to get used to the new thing. And yeah, and and having place all the system that allows you to, to do it and be sure that the process is working.
0: No, I love it. I love the simplicity of what you're talking about, and I love that you're focusing on the balance piece, which I think is so important. And I think a lot of other people that might be doing what you're doing is probably focusing on a piece of your system, like, let's work on being more productive. Let's work on better time management. Let's make sure we get the self-care in. But you're taking it all and saying, this is, this is your life. And you want to give equal attention to all of these. And I love that. Yeah, Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And it
1: works because I've implemented it on myself and then on my clients. So
0: I work. Yeah. Well, and people, people buy your belief in what you do as much as they buy what it is that you offer. Right. So I think yeah. you got to be your number one biggest fan anyway. So, and I love that. I feel that in your energy. So thank you. Where can people find you?
1: People can find me on my website, www.angelasanti.it,
0: like Italia, and on LinkedIn. Mm, And on LinkedIn. Okay. Any other social media channels? No,
1: I'm focusing only on LinkedIn. And by the way, on my website, they can find the Dolce Vita wheel so they can try
0: Ah, and see where they're at. I love that. I love that. So people can give it a whirl, no pun intended, themselves, right? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you making time and I'm glad we were able to work this out, even though you're overseas. I think it's what you're doing is fantastic. So keep it up.
1: Thank you very much. I'm so aligned. Thank you again. And uh, have la dolce
0: vita to everyone. Absolutely. So folks out there listening, please feel free to connect with Angela. You will find all of her links in the show notes. Um, I recommend that you take advantage of the Dolce Vita wheel and give it a whirl, no pun intended, and see where you are, right? See what kind of changes that you can make. Um, This is exactly why we bring guests like Angela on to share their story, but also why this is so key. Um, Because this show, as you know, is so much more than just about information. We want to be able to give you tips and strategies and real life hacks that you can implement, walk away right now and implement. And hopefully it makes a difference in your life. This is exactly why I show up every week and why I do what I do. Thank you for all of your support of me, of my mission, of this show. We're heard all over the world and we're going to continue to keep going because we keep reaching more people And this is exactly why we do what we do. And I couldn't do it without you. So just know that I'm thankful and I'm grateful for all of your support and for your presence in our space. This is Alison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey in Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.